Hey guys, it's Amy. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I just want to let you know that if you are a mum or a dad and you want to improve your photo taking skills, then I want to let you know about a free five day mini course that's going to help you do this. Now you can use your iPhone or your big fancy camera and you'll get these five minute lessons because we know you're busy parents delivered to your inbox over five days. Hopefully this course will encourage you, it'll inspire you, and you'll even take a few images of your kids that you absolutely adore. Now just go to mamatography.co forward slash five day course, or click the link in the show notes and Trish and I will see you in your inbox. Okay, here's today's episode. Hey there, welcome to Mamatography, the beginner photography podcast just for mums. I'm Amy. And I'm Trish. Between us, we have five kids, three photography businesses, 23 lens caps, and over 20 years of photography experience. Now that makes us kind of credible, yeah? But anyway, we're on a mission to help you take better photos of your kids without the confusing technical jargon. Mums don't have time for that. We'll be sitting down to chat with all kinds of creative mums, professional family photographers, and camera-savvy Instamums. We'll chat about taking photos of your kids, tips and tricks, and how the heck did she make that photo or thing? As well as other stuff that mums talk about, you know, not sleeping, chasing toddlers, being all of the things to your family, and how to find time for yourself as a creative mum. We know you hear us. So grab a cuppa, put your earbuds in and get comfy. This is beginner photography and so much more just for you. On the podcast today, we have the wonderful Emma. Now, Em is a self-described mum of boys um, and on Instagram, she loves to share her favourite breastfeeding and mum-friendly fashion, as well as just sharing um, the day-to-day things that she does in her normal mum life and just what mum life looks like for her. She's also a photographer, a latte lover, a memory collector who says that her house is always a mess, no matter how much she cleans it. And I know everyone can relate to that as well. She's also part of the Mumatography alumni. um, So she's been through the course and I'm just really excited to have Emma on the podcast today because not only is she all of the above and I'm super excited to hear about her photography journey to this point but I don't know if you've thought about this before Em but I just feel like you have the most generous energy and I kind of think of you a little bit like a cheerleader and an encourager of other mums so (laughs) I'm really excited to have Em on the podcast just for that reason because yeah she's just beautiful to be around so Thank you so much for being here, Emma. It's a privilege to have you. How are you? I never actually thought of myself of that, but I I love that. So thank you. Oh, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're going well. We're um, actually, to be really honest, we had a bit of a hard mum moment this morning, just getting kids out the door to school, lots of tears, and mainly because I wasn't organised enough myself. So a bit of a mum fail this morning. Yeah. Resonate, definitely. Yeah. But besides that, we've got past all the mental hurdle of that. And here we are. Yes. <laughs> so, Emma, could you just tell us a bit more about yourself? Tell us who your small, little, gorgeous people are and what you do with yourself during the day and just tell us all the things. 
Okay, so, um, wow, I don't even know how to follow up that introduction with anything else, but um, I'm Emma, I'm a boy mum of two boys. I have got Jake, who is three, and I've got Geordie, who is 15 months now. I absolutely love my boys, like they're, they're absolutely everything to me. I'm still currently on maternity leave um, from my real job, so building my photography career and business on the side has been something that I've been doing through my maternity leave, and I think just... As a family, we just love to hang out at home and do family things together this year. Like we bought mountain bikes. We're taking the boys out for mountain bike rides and they love it. Yeah, I, I love spending all of my time with my boys. Amazing. That's so good. And Emma, can you just tell me, like what was what was your field of work before being on maternity leave? I have worked in retail um, for, gosh, a very long time. Not sure how many years, but yeah, I work for um, a large Australian retailer in their head office. They're very different to what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. I bet. And, and so t- tell me, what was the motivation for kind of switching gears and trying to build this photography business? It was actually it wasn't planned. So it was just over a year ago. My youngest was like two months old and I was really at a point where I loved taking photos. I don't think I was very good at it. I mean, I probably took cute photos of my boys, but like, yeah, I wouldn't say they were amazing photos. Hubby took me out and bought me an entry-level camera. I literally had no idea how to even turn it on. He had to put the lens on. Like we got the manual out to read what to do. And um, I messaged my newborn photographer and I was like, I got a camera. And she's like, you should do this course with one of my friends, Amy. She's amazing. (laughs) So I found my way over to the Mumatography website and I was listening to all the photo recipes and (laughs) It was like the February of last year I started the course and uh, I just fell into like, I fell in love. Yeah. I just fell in love with taking photos and it just became a need and a want to learn and grow my skill set there. And for me, photography suddenly became about so much more than just taking a photo. It was a way of like expressing emotion. It was a way of feeling emotion. It was a way of finding me again as a mum. Yeah. And at the end of the course, I remember saying to hubby, like Monday, maybe I might be able to be a photographer. And I literally remember him turning around and he was like, so what, you're just going to become a photographer? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think at that point I didn't really fully believe it myself. So I set about the next like six months learning and practicing and just practicing and doing everything I could. Like Mm -hmm. I would be washing the dishes, watching a YouTube tutorial on how to edit or how light works or every night I would take the boys out the front of the house and have a little go with like a light in a different position and I just tested and tested and tested and I fell in love and that's when I started saving my money I was like I'm upgrading my camera I'm getting a good camera I'm gonna do this like I'm literally gonna do it and um yeah I had a friend that had a baby so I went down to her house and did an in-home newborn shoot I mean I was so proud of the photos I do look back now and I'm like yeah I can really see how like I was really at the start of my journey and I definitely needed a lot more experience but I was proud of it and I feel along that journey I've learned so much and yeah basically September last year was when I took that leap of putting myself out there to start my business and I feel like here we are now like six months later it's kind of crazy I know know. here we are (laughs) because 
I look at your Instagram account and I'm like, whoa, she's, she's like, she's going hard. And she, she, I felt a bit tired when I look at your stories, to be honest. I'm like, how is she doing it all? But, but amongst all that, I think you just look like you're having fun as well. And you're really enjoying yourself. Like it, it's beautiful to watch, like really cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I really am. And I think, you know what, that is, I literally have found something I love. Yeah. And that's what, what has inspired me the whole way is yeah. I love it. And I want to give what I experience when I capture photos of my own family, I want to be able to give that to other people and that's my driving force. It's such an addictive feeling, isn't it? Like The clicking send on a gallery and waiting for feedback to come back of like that they love it is just like, yeah. You're going. It's the ultimate, isn't it? Like I honestly feel like I feel like there's reels all over Instagram about photographers like, you know, doing a little happy dance or being so relieved or all the emotions you experience when I you press that send button. Yes, I resonate with them a lot. <laughs> I'm like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard from them. And then all or you hear from them straight away and you're like, just you know, your whole family's having a dance with you kind of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just like that. Like that. And Emma, tell me what it was like actually going to your first shoot. Like, how did you feel? Um, you said it was your friend. Were you nervous? Were you like, you're like, no, I've got this. Like, how were you feeling? Absolutely nervous. Um, <laughs> my, I would, I'm still nervous when I go to sessions, but I see it in a different way now. Mm. I, I see now that it's a good thing because it means that I'm, I care. Um, when I first started, oh my God, I was so nervous. I literally fully faked it. I would go to like, so I went and did my friend's one and I was like, please hire a newborn photographer if that's what you want to do because I'm not professional. I'm not guaranteeing anything good is going to come of this. <laughs> and she loved the images and she loved them so much. She's like, can you come back on the weekend? Cause my hubby will be home and take more. So I went back and took yeah. more and yeah. they were just so excited. I bombarded her with like questions and feedback, like if she would truly like them, did she yeah. actually think I could do it? And yeah, yeah, I was so nervous, but I think for me being someone that I knew, I felt it was okay. Then it was not long after that I, I did take the step of launching my own Instagram account and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I did a little model call out, literally had no idea what I was doing at that point. And I had all these people apply and I started sifting through and I picked out a few of them. And I, I literally laughed to myself when I think of like, I, I just went to their houses and took photos of them. And I literally had no plan. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I pretended that I did. The one thing that I got out of everyone one of those situations was that I made lots of new mum friends along the way and everyone that I went and photographed I created a big connection and bond with and I just yeah I focused on at least if I was walking away they got some decent photos I got some practice but also Mm -hmm. like I made friends that's what I I saw as a a positive definitely and and not only friends I feel like when you put yourself in situations like that you actually creating like your own cheer squad that will just keep cheering you on yeah you really do and it's um but I mean look it is absolutely scary putting yourself out there yeah I will say that yeah like you see other people doing it you're like god they just do it so easily it's Mm -hmm. not (laughs) yeah it's not is it and especially I think you know rocking up to that house and just pressing the doorbell sometimes on that shoot that you're feeling unsure about like yeah it's a lot you gotta you gotta be brave and you and you gotta fake it till you make it a little bit but I guess that's that's how you learn really quickly isn't it like you just put yourself in some really hard situations and just just go for it (laughs) yeah I think it's it is it's just it's literally practicing and time like everyone says that that it is and it's Mm -hmm. 
I think going into environments that you're not familiar with and you don't know what the house looks like, you don't know where the light is, you, you don't know where the good spots are to photograph in. You know, the, I feel like that's probably was the most nerve wracking part for me when I was starting. And I think as well, like the one thing I did when I first started out and I think it wasn't a great idea was I would like save so many Pinterest images of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into this house and I'm going to create yep. all 20 of these Pinterest images that I've seen for inspiration and you know trying to think like where's the light what image do I want how do I want the hand to be it just I learned a lot yeah that time to um and did, did you find that creating those boards on Pinterest were helpful or were they not helpful how did you feel I found at the start they weren't helpful because I was just trying to recreate yeah and for me the biggest shift that I've seen in my work was when I actually let go of trying to recreate images instead of focusing on capturing images on how I felt and editing on how I feel. Mm. And for me, I literally saw such a shift in my work. Mm. Um, I still remember the session that I did recently, which was a real big shift for me. And if you go on my Instagram, you'll see it because it definitely stands out is the girl in the maternity shoot in the purple dress. Mm-hmm. And that was the first session I went to. And I literally just went, you know, what? I'm going to throw everything I know out. Mm. And I went in, I put myself in more challenging situations with light and I thought, you know what, I'm going to test it. I'll take some in that light, some in a light uncomfortable with. I just gave her, my focus for that session was going to be movement. So I just gave her, some of them were such random movements and we were in hysterics. I was like, you know, just now lean over and sniff your shoulder. (laughs) Like, you know, they smell like shake your hair. And in the moment, we just had so much fun, but they made some of the best images. And mm-hmm. I literally went home and I was like, I don't even know if I've got anything from this session. And I went through it and I was just like obsessed with yeah. the photos that I did capture because for me, I could just feel them. Mm-hmm. And then editing them was the first time I took a different approach and I, I edited on how each photo made me feel. Just unpack that a bit more. Like how do you edit on how you feel? I think it's beautiful to unpack. Yeah. Because Previously, I had been trying to edit to perfection. I had been trying to remove too many dark shadows on people's faces. I was trying to get skin tone to be absolutely, well, I want skin tone to be correct, but I wanted it to all be the same sort of colour. And instead, this time, I didn't focus on trying to perfect all those little details. I focused on a story that I'd made up in my head about these images and I tried to then just, I just edited without thinking Mm. and it was really a process of having to pull that back and stop overthinking it. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and it was a real shift. Yeah, Yeah, I bet it was. That's really, it's really good to kind of put words to that because I feel like, I feel like I've done that over the years as well and I think I've done it more so with music. So like, um, I, when I was a kid, I always used to want to be the person who put music to movies. I didn't know what that job was, but that was what I thought. Um, but, and it's so funny now that I'm in photography because it's just like, I'm kind of doing that. I'm just, I'm, you know, making emotive slideshows and making people yeah. cry, which is kind of what I wanted to do as a kid. But like you said, just trying to create images and edit images that you, that you feel, yeah, just good to put language to that because it, it does make a difference. And I think sometimes even when I'm driving to a shoot, I will put cry your heart out music on just to try and help just connect to myself, but also kind of think about what I'm what I'm going to as well. It's really nice to hear you say something similar to that as well. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, it's not just it's not all about just the business side of getting photos out to people, is it? Like it's No. Yeah. It's not. And it's 
you are creating emotional memories that you Mm. want people to be able to keep forever. And that was my aim was I wanted to create photos that gave my clients the feeling and emotion of what they were in that moment. You know, back on it in 10 years' time, they feel like that. So I think for me, you know, I really had to take that mindset shift and it's so against how I would naturally behave, you yeah. know, because yeah. I, I want everything to be perfect and done in that way. Like I am like a bit of a perfectionist. But, you know, when I let go of making sure that absolutely every single colour, every single image had the same tone of sky and actually just edited the images once it came together as a gallery, it, mm. it looked beautiful. In all this, Emma, like what's been one of the hardest things that you found starting your own photography business? Oh, gosh. <laughs> So many things. <laughs> Do you know what? I think for me, one there's been a couple. One is learning to ask for help when I need it. And mm. that's something I learned very quickly. Um, I was trying to do absolutely everything myself while still trying to look after both of the boys. You know, Jake was at daycare, but I'm still looking after Geordie full time. And at one point I, I had to reach out to the in-laws and I was like, you know what? My business is growing bigger. Mm. I need support. So, you mm. know, they, they are amazing and they help me. They look after the boys twice a week now. And fingers crossed this Thursday, Geordie starts daycare. So then the boys will be in daycare. So asking for help when I needed it was a big one. Yeah. Um, Something I have really, I really faced a lot of challenges and I know a lot of people face this because I talk to so many other photographers and Mm. other mums is imposter syndrome. And it has been such a big thing of like at the start just not feeling good enough and not like comparing my work to everyone else that I see. Like I follow a lot of amazing photographers on my Instagram and I look to everyone for inspiration, but then Mm. I would be leaving myself feeling inferior. Like I couldn't, I wasn't achieving that and I'm not at that point yet. And that was, they can be some really challenging emotions to deal with. Mm. Um, I think it's hard for anyone who who's who's anyone to not compare themselves. It doesn't matter what you do, whether you're a photographer or a mum. Like it's like the comparison app. And while we love it and there's beautiful community to be found on it, we have to be super disciplined to protect our hearts, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely we do. And I mean, one of the biggest lessons I had to learn myself very quickly is that people's highlights on Instagram is not their full gallery. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a lesson that I learned because I was really frustrated that my whole gallery wasn't a Pinterest worthy gallery, like mm. not every single photo wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, one of the big shifts that I saw in mindset, and it was a big one for me, was a lot of people at the start would be like, oh, I got to shoots. And they'd be like, oh, how long have you been doing photography? And I'd be like, oh, you know, like a little while now. Like I was too afraid to admit that I was so new. Yeah. And I thought that by admitting I was new would like admit that I was like, didn't know much. I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, you know, and I basically just blatantly would lie that like, you know, I'd been doing it for longer than I had because I was embarrassed. And yeah. it wasn't until I started to, people would say, oh, I really like your photos. How long have you been doing photography for? It wasn't mm. until I started to just respond with, thank you so much. I actually only started eight months ago Yeah, and started to own that that's my journey. This is where I'm at in my journey. This mm-hmm. is what I'm currently doing. Yeah. That was when I found that like those feelings of being inferior and like imposter syndrome actually started to diminish a little bit because I was starting to own actually who I was, where I was in my journey and Mm. Mm. the work I'd put in to get to where I was. Yeah. I think it's okay to remember that, you know, 
we're not all been in our journey 10 years and that's okay. Yeah. So we're always at a different spot. Everyone's at a different spot in their journey. That's right. And that was a really big shift for me. And also building community around me with other photographers that are on a similar path and at a similar point. Who has been your main kind of little support network that you've been chatting with on your journey? So a big one has been a lot of the girls from the mummatography group. Um, We started like a little Instagram chat of some of the girls that were like the ones that were branching out to do their own thing a little Mm. bit more. And, you know, sometimes the the chat ebbs and flows like it, um, there's moments where there's, you know, lots of conversation, moments where we're all quiet, but it's just a place we can connect. Mm. Um, One is Lisa, who obviously was... um, yeah, I think he's chatted with her this yeah, morning. Chatted with Lisa. Much, we we, sh- we chat almost daily now, like, Amazing. Uh, and we just share like. Did <laughs> she did actually say your your voice memos helped her get confidence to go on the podcast? So yeah, she now voice memos me back. She never used to. She would always give me an excuse why she couldn't voice memo back. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like such a voice memo person because mm. I just don't have time. You know, yep, if I don't agree. respond then and there, and I'm probably gonna forget. Yeah, because I want to, just because I'm busy. Yeah, so, yeah, at least voice memos be back now, which is yep. awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, like, a real little community there with um, the Mamatography crew. Yeah. Um, I've got a photographer friend who I used to be her manager, like, 10 years ago, um, and we literally just talk daily, um, and she's been such an amazing help for me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm always that person back for her. Being in business can be pretty lonely sometimes, like, and – I think it's so important for anyone who's, you know, a sole trader mama, like to get some friends and get some friends doing the same thing and get friends that you don't, you're not competing with. Like you just, you don't, you don't need that, that (laughs) in your life, but you know, you know who those, who those people are when you meet them. It's such a gift to find those friends, isn't it? Yeah. And you know what? I think one thing that like, ever since I've been putting out there that like, I'm all about like, community over competition and that for me that that's really important I actually have other photographers that I didn't even realize were following me yeah like you know people that are in similar positions that you know they'll reach out to me and we chat now because I've put that energy out there so I think that's sort of been an important step in my process so what has been one thing that has surprised you on this photography journey all of it I mean, I remember being surprised that, like, I even got bookings. I was like, you know, it'd be nice if I got, like, maybe a couple of bookings. And, yeah, now I'm, like, I've had to cap myself at, like, four a week because yeah. that's where I'm consistently Four at. a week. Go you, good thing. Yeah. I feel like we need to go back a bit and talk about, because you're not just going into people's homes. You're getting people to come to you, aren't you? So do you want to talk about a little bit about how you do that? Yeah. So, um for me, I, I am inspired by motherhood. Like I mm-hmm. becoming a mum changed my world. And mm-hmm. for me, I just want to capture all moments motherhood. So I do a lot of maternity, a lot of newborn and family. And I'm doing either outdoors, like I'm very lucky where I live to have some beautiful places, mm-hmm. um, or I do in-home or I've set up my back bedroom as my own little home studio. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like a tiny little space. It is like three metres by 2.8. Yep. Um, and I swear people must walk into it and be like, God, she's crazy. She's got like sheets hanging off the wall and like, you know, it's, I, I love the room because yeah. like the rest of my house is not clean and it is not neutral colours because I have two young boys, but that room is like, if yeah. I. A part of it. your soul. 
Yeah, it's a part of you. <laughs> what it would look like. <laughs> yeah, so I've got my little at-home studio as well and I find that's a really great space for intimate maternity, that sort of one-on-one intimate mm-hmm. maternity, which I absolutely love. For me, that connection and vulnerability with a new mum who's generally really scared of what she's about to go through and it's just such a nice place that we literally connect and we chat and we capture the photos and the memories for her. Yeah. And, um, or it's also a great space for newborn. And it doesn't, they don't, you don't need a huge space, do you? Like I'm, I'm encouraging that. Yeah. Three metres by 2.8. The amount of people I have messaged me, they're like, God, I wish I had a studio. I'm like, AKA a spare back bedroom with sheets hanging off the wall on curtain rods. Like that is literally what it is. It's a couple of pieces of furniture that I interchange out but I have just practiced and practiced and practiced mm. with the lighting. Yeah. Understand where my light is and how to work in the space. And it's taken me a good six months to feel confident in there now. It just gives me another option for clients. It's so good, especially, um, I guess, you're in Victoria and the weather is so all over the place. So <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to have a backup home studio is just, it feels like a luxury, which um, yes. which isn't that hard to create if you want to. It's no, it's doable. honestly not. It is. I have floorboards from Bunnings that I've put down, well, my husband did because he's a carpenter. And that they just they sit on the carpet. And yeah. I have two curtain rods each side of the room and calico and sheets and furniture that I move around. I've bought most of it off marketplace. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. And it's so it's so nice to hear that. Mm-hmm. I feel like if anyone wants to go and have a look, just go stalk Emma's <laughs> Instagram account and you'll be able to see her set up. Hey Trish, we are just going to pause this episode for a minute and let everybody know about our lovely podcast sponsor, Love JK. Now you might've seen them around on Insta and for good reason. They make the most beautiful things, think to frame prints, photo collages, incredible gallery walls that I'm really excited to get in my house very soon, personalized greeting cards, wrapping paper, art prints, photo blocks, and so much more. And guys, I've checked them out. These aren't just your everyday printers either. Love JK are an Ilford master printer. They print on Canon ProGraph printers, which pretty much means that they're the real deal. And as professional photographers, just know that this means a lot. All their frames are handmade locally in their studio in Melbourne, which ensures incredible quality. And they also offer a 100% love guarantee. Love JK would be an amazing place for gifts for grandparents, for yourself, Christmas and birthdays, all the things. So scope them out on Insta at lovejkaustralia. Australia. And Amy, you forgot the most important bit. Oh, yes, that is right. They are generously giving all our listeners 15% off with the code MAMATOGRAPHY. That is M-A-M-A-TOGRAPHY and you'll need to use this at the checkout. So get onto it. One thing I've surprised myself is with the, is the confidence that I've had to do this. And yeah. I generally am not, as I know I can come across as a confident person, but I'm generally not. And I just feel that within myself, for me, this just feels so right Mm. and I feel that is where my confidence comes from. I'm also surprised at like that I've been able to do this while being on maternity leave with two boys. You know, (laughs) it's been, it's been such a journey to like bring it all together, but I've, I've literally loved every second. It's a really big few seasons that you go through. I think when, you know, having your first kid, that transition, you know, from, from not having kids to becoming a mother is huge. And then I think the second season of just having the other child and then how does that fit in and 
I don't mean to put words in your mouth or anything, but like for me, it was like feeling stretched, like feeling a bit stretched, having two kids, <laughs> two kids. And then you, and then you start going, okay, well, where do, where do I fit in this? And what do I want to do? So what's something for me? Cause I'm feeling a little bit like, Oh, I've, I'm being pulled. Um, and I need something in order to just keep that spark going. Yeah. Um, I think that was, you know, a really big one for me was I didn't want to feel that I was losing my career in my other my previous career because that was a big part of me mm. but being able to set myself up with working through photography where it's something for me and I do it for me mm. and I don't have to do it for anyone else and I don't have to justify why I'm doing it it's it's been it's helped me find me as a mum because being a mum can be hard yeah absolutely yeah. Emma, it's just so lovely to hear how photography has kind of met your needs in, in many different ways. It really has. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And it's really, been really beautiful to observe and to Thank see you. where you are from the start to now. Um, yeah, I still remember the first time I messaged you and I was like, Amy, maybe one day I might like to be a family photographer. <laughs> you think I might be able to do it? <laughs> Here we are six months later. Here we are. Here we are talking about it. And, yeah, I just feel like there's so many other mums um, in this position to you. Um, and like you said, we've had like, you know, a bunch of them go through the course and then realise kind of seen it light their heart on fire and then they're like, you know, I can do this. And, yeah, I just I couldn't, I couldn't think of a, a better job as a mum who's wanting to kind of not only connect with other mums <laughs> but have your creative needs met you know, sometimes time on the couch is like you're editing and Netflix time. And it's just like, I feel like it meets my needs in many ways. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel it's got all the aspects that you need. Yeah. You're able to work around your family. Mm, exactly. And I think that's, you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, I think you have to be very strict with um, your work-life balance in this situation because you can definitely go too far, which is why I've given myself a cap on how many sessions I'll take a week, you know, and I structure it so it's one daytime, one evening session in the week, one daytime, one evening session on the weekend, um, mm -hmm. you know, and that's because yeah. I, you know, my, the reason I'm also doing this is so that I can spend time with my family. Yeah. But, yeah, I just... There's, there's so much to it and yeah. it's yeah. right, like, you know, those moments like everyone's in bed and I've got the house to myself it feels and I put on Netflix and I make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever and I sit there and I edit and I love it. Actually going back to what you said before with the time, like doing one shoot in the day and then one shoot at night, my husband and I have always kind of done our own thing and worked our own jobs and one thing that we um, – come up with is that we make sure we split the day into three so we have nine till 12 and then 12 till five and then five to nine mm -hmm. and we always have to make sure we're home and available for one part of that day and I think that's been super helpful for yeah. us to kind of bring our balance back a little bit or just have structure to what we do because it the, it doesn't feel so hard when you're when you're when you're having that chunk at home with your family every day and then you can work either side of that yeah yeah I think that's an awesome one yeah, it's been, it's been helpful for us. So if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that we here at Mumatography, we love giving away photo recipes. Um, and Emma has been generous enough to come up with a photo recipe for, for everyone. And this one has to do with sprinklers and what would you say, Emma? Hose play. It hose was a play. Hose. It yeah. was a hose, not a sprinkler. Just playing in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
This was actually one of my homework exercises from the mammatography course. And so this was so early on in my journey. And basically all I did was I was out in the garden with Jake, my toddler. I wanted to get some photos of him. He was not cooperating. He was not posing. So I he wanted to play with the hose, so we played with the hose. And I found a position in the garden where obviously the, the light was not going to be too bad because we were going in and out of sunlight and Jake had the hose and literally all we had to do was I told him to point it up and see if there was any planes up in the sky because he's plane obsessed so he was squirting his hose up in the sky and like running around with it and I just captured all of those moments and it's Mm. just for me they are like the photos I look at that I just I see him truly being him and Mm. genuinely not something you think of like you know I want to take photos let's go get the hose out like cameras and water don't generally mean but you know the challenge is staying away from them far enough but yeah just letting him literally organically play giving him the hose and gentle prompts and capturing that moment but you need a fast shutter speed so that you can freeze the water droplets it's a super cute um super cute series of photos and he's got this gorgeous little hat on did you put that on him or is that something that he no that was my hat that I put on him because I was like we need to be a little bit sun smart here (laughs) um so it was so big on him he had these little swim nappy on and Yeah. yeah he he had the best time and I think, you know what, I think that's probably why for me I love the photos is they just yep. bring back the memory of the fun. So yeah. Emma has put together a series of steps that will help you just think through this before you get your camera out and bring the water out. Um, so you can go to her show notes page, which again is mamatography.co forward slash 15 and you can download it for free there. Kids love water play. So I just encourage you, you will definitely get some smiles um, out of this photo recipe. So. So Emma, before we wrap up for the day, do you have any advice for any other mamas who are wanting to start their own business? I think for me, um, the biggest thing has been investing in education. Hmm. And, you know, that was quite scary at the start, but I mean, I've gone through the mammography course, which gave me some amazing foundations. Hmm. And I've like slowly found my way through different workshops that I found that resonated with me. And I have invested in a mentor for six months at the moment, which is, um, it's an investment that I think is definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, So I think if it's something that you're serious about wanting to do is, um, yeah, look at the education options around. Yeah. Because there's some amazing photographers you can learn from. There's not many industries where people are out there going, you know what, I'm going to help you learn all the trade secrets. That's exactly right. I I feel like instead of suffering in silence, yeah, it's like you said, it's there and it's not all the industries that do this. I don't know if we're crazy or not, but (laughs) it's amazing. (laughs) Um, It's a very generous community and, yeah, um, I think that's so smart of you. Well, it's just been an absolute pleasure having you here on the podcast, Emma. If people were wanting to connect with you or book you for a photo shoot or just, you know, touch base, where can they find you? Where's the best place? I am pretty active on Instagram. Um, So my Instagram is emma.may.photography underscore. Um, And, yeah, I'm I'm on Instagram a lot. So feel free to reach out to me there or you'll be able to find um, the link to my website through my bio. Thank you so much, Emma. It's been a privilege and it's just been um, beautiful to see your progress um, over this time since you've, you've been in the mammography community and, yeah, onwards and upwards and I can't wait to see where you are. Yeah, in another 12 months. See ya. Bye. 
Isn't Emma fun? Next week on the podcast, we will have her back and she will be talking about a series of images she has made and giving you some really practical, easy tips for photographing toddlers, which I know that we all struggle with. So anyway, have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.